You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the spirit of reconciliation, we are theatre acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. theatre fans one and all welcome back to the we are theatre podcast today we're jetting back overseas for the first time this year and i've got kaylee here from the uk hey kaylee how you going hi i am <laughs> I'm really good, how are you? i i'm i'm fabulous guys i'm so excited about this kaylee's been on my spotify playlist for about a year now um when i discovered i think through tiktok i think i saw one of your no way your videos and i was like the vocals and like instantly into my playlist so this is oh, kind of a little that- music nerd chat for me guys so this can be cool this makes me so happy because (laughs) you know how scared i was to start doing tiktok and i've actually been so bad at it for the last like six months and then i was like i'm just gonna put myself out there and this one video i had yeah it must have been when i first released my music yeah went so viral got like half a million views on it and i gained like fifteen thousand followers overnight or something and all it was was me chatting to camera like please stream my songs (laughs) And, and I'd done all these other videos of me like doing riff challenges, writing songs in like an hour and like fully producing them. They'd got no hits. Oh. And then this one where I was like, please, just if you're watching this, please stream my music. And it did well. So the algorithm, right? The algorithm. And now yeah. you're out here getting reactions from Tori Kelly. So, you know. I know. Like, what the hell? The universe. That's the joy right? of social media. <laughs> um, Let's let's strip it back to theatre. We'll come back to music in a bit. Um, yeah. How did you start in the industry? What was your introduction to theatre and performing? Um, should we go like way back? Yeah, like, let's go way back. Let's start let's at the start. The yeah, we might as well. <laughs> in the beginning. In the beginning. Um, yeah, I was a super shy kid, uh, which is shocking for people who know me now. Um, I was super, super shy. And so my parents were like, what do we do with her? Let's put her in drama classes. And that <laughs> was the beginning out. of the end. Um, <laughs> they didn't know what they'd put themselves in for at that point. Um, and so, yeah, I, I used to just, I mean, I just loved musicals as a, as a kid. And yeah. I kind of look at theatre fandom now and go, God, I wish I'd been it'd been like that when I was a teenager yeah there's so much community in in that 100%. now whereas yeah. before I used to just like be like mom please come and see Wicked with me again <laughs> um <laughs> you know and um you know I used to just get basically go with my mom and, and see all the shows and 
I never used to stage door because I was too shy. Um, and then I, yeah, I started auditioning for like Amdram stuff when I was a, when I was a kid and my, I got a singing teacher through that. And then, you know, she was sort of like, I feel like you should take this seriously. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I auditioned for drama school. I didn't get in the first year. Uh, and then, uh, I ended up going to Guildford School of Acting. Good old GSA. GSA. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then after that, it was just, I, I just auditioned and, you know, I came out of drama school and thought, I was like, yes, I'm ready. And then I worked in a hospital for a year. Um, <laughs> so, um, it was, it was world. a hard start, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. And then I, I did a few kind of, it, you can't do it. It's not even allowed to do it anymore, but like profit share jobs when I yeah. first started where you basically didn't get paid. Yeah. Um, and you know, and then I really randomly booked my first West End gig. It was Bend It Like Beckham, the musical. Banger. It's so niche. And people are like, oh my God, you were in that show. It feels like a fever dream, you know? Um, and then that was kind of it. I've been really lucky ever since then. And I've just sort of managed to put my head down and, and do a, a few nice jobs. So yeah, yeah it's been all right. <laughs> See, and there we are. We're wrapped up to here. Um, do much. you remember your, what your first show was like as a, as a kid going to see your first production? What, I, do you remember what it was? I saw Fame, the musical oh. in the West End. And do you know how I remember this? Because it was my birthday. I must, it must've been like my, my 11th birthday or my 10th birthday or something. And my mom had booked me this like red letter day. It's like this thing over here where it's like experiences. Yeah. And I got this experience to go to a drama school for a day. And it was, it was basically doing like a day school at Sylvia Young Theatre School, which is like this drama school for, for kids. Yeah. And um, I did like a day workshop there and then mum booked to take me to fame. And that was it. That was my first taste That's of musicals. Wild. And obviously it was all about going to performing arts school as well. So yeah. very, very well themed by my mother. Um, <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. And then she didn't realize what she was doing was setting me up. Um, Lit the flame. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was the first one. And I just remember coming out like, oh my God. Yeah. This is amazing. You know? So yeah. yeah. As a fully fledged theater kid now in adulthood, um, what are some of your favorite shows across the spectrum? Like if you had to pick three shows to go to this weekend, can be past or present shows, if we could bring anything back to the West End or put any three shows on right now, just okay. to view, what are they? Okay. One of them is Rerow because this was a love or hate show, but Lord of the Rings, the musical. Oh my God. Okay. I saw that show like six times <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit uh, it. Okay, so starting off strong. Very strong and rogue. <laughs> um, so that, um, Wicked is up there in my, yeah. my top three. Classic. I was of that era when it first started, yeah. you know? So I saw yeah. Adina when Adina did it over here and it was... A lot. Yeah. I sat in that auditorium and when Defying Gravity finished, my mum turned to look at me in the interval and I was just crying. Yeah. Crying hey, little Don't we love a good show that just like, it just makes you cry for no reason. Like, you, you no know, no, not, it's just like, it's an overwhelming, why am I doing this? This person's yeah. just doing their job, but damn, you did it right. It was a, you know, it was a Dina in her heyday. Yeah. Giving it, ah, and you know, it was the best. It was everything my little theatre nerd dreamed of. Yeah. And then it happened for me. It was the best. So yeah, <laughs> Wicked. And my last one, 
<sighs> I would love to see, and I've never seen a production of it. I would love to see a production of The Wild Party. Interesting. Um, yes. Is there, that is a really kind of unique up. collection right there. That I know. <laughs> we're going one mainstream and we're pulling two out of nowhere. That's completely. That's so good. <laughs> I am a nerd though. You have to understand. This, like I love six. Yeah. I love, you know, all the kind of big ones, but I am a nerd. Like I love my niche musicals. If someone brings me a new musical I don't know, I get really excited. Speaking about of it. niche that's coming to London, folks, the cast just got announced head over heels. Head yeah. over heels. I saw it on Broadway. Get to it. Best show. Okay completely underrated best show best show best show go see really? 100% I absolutely vibe it it's all like go-go's music set in like this fantasy kind of so good like imagine Lord of the Rings mixed with um you could say I would say mixed with oh no and Juliet Lord of the Rings mixed oh, with and Juliet okay. yeah so and Juliet's kind of music vibe with like yeah the costumes as well like it does not oh, give off that vibe though from bro, the marketing like, i don't know how all. it's being produced on the west end but on broadway oh so good and i saw it like in a half full house like two weeks before it closed but like oh, so good so good 10 out of 10 yeah I, uh, I need to go also because just wonderful people in it 100 percent. the cast looks oh, so good the cast is Gorgy gorge. For so, all my Aussie listeners that aren't in the UK theatre scene, go check it out because the cast is stacked with some incredible established but also up-and-coming talent as well, which is yeah. really, really good. Um, from your perspective on stage and off stage, what's some of your favourite theatre experiences as a whole that you've had? Um. Yeah, we're getting oh, that's deep. That's such a good question. Yeah, that's such a good question. I think, okay, so one of them being, so I'm really lucky that I got to do Les Mis. Like that was a big bucket list show for me. 100%. And singing one day more the day before we finished, so oh. we had one day more, is honestly the hardest thing I've probably <laughs> ever done. And all of us came off and were like, <laughs> um, and the very first time we did at the end of the day, and it's like the blah, 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 blah. And you're like oh, lifting your head up. Oh my God, the right. adrenaline There's was so coursing many... through my veins. <laughs> so that was the first show that I ever did in like a amateur yeah. um, level two. So like, there's just so many elements to that show that as a, patron is like really exciting but when you're on stage as well it's like every little thing kind of gives you a different level of energy depending on where you are and it either drains yeah. you or excites you and it's just like you literally live it and it's so intense yeah um, I mean that whole show was a, oh, was a dream job so for good, me hey. genuinely like anyway yeah. but like even just like getting to be on the revolve because that's not something that happened <gasps> well, they don't even have it anymore like yeah. the revolve isn't a thing anymore but i was probably one of the last like four companies or something like in that last four years that got to do it Hold and on so <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like i was on the revolve and you know yeah. just all of that older the old staging in inverted yeah. commas of the show you know i'm really lucky i got to do that yeah and um yeah just being a part of a show that iconic is amazing anyway yeah um and then I think like we, I, I was in the original company of Tina, the musical, which yeah. in itself was also amazing just because A, you're making this new show, but B, it's like you're working with a legend. Mm -hmm. You know, Tina came into rehearsals 
was just like, hi, nice to meet you, shaking all of our hands. And I was literally like, oh, my God, <laughs> Tina Turner. You know, and she's doing dance rehearsals with people and she's still That's got moves so cool. at like 80. That's um, wonderful. And just, you know, I think I'm very lucky that in, in my theatre career, I've I've done work that's allowed me to have some very yeah. exciting experiences like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the trap. I mean, luckily, I've been to Australia with with work, so it's you know. What have you done down here? Well, I toured with Mr. Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, I did see that on your resume. So 100%. I got to got to just come casually, to Oz. you know, just a just, slight little flex. No, <laughs> yeah, weird because it's like not a theatre job, but was <laughs> the campest, yeah, definitely most theatrical like singing job I've ever done in my life. Um, so good, but also like amazing. I think with with my career, I'm very lucky. I've been doing it for such a long time now, and I have managed to like meet these amazing people, also be in these like iconic shows, yeah. and then get to travel and meet like some of the most fantastically talented, wonderful human beings. I'm just very. I'm, if I had to stop today, I don't think I'd be disappointed. Like there's more yeah, I want to do, but yeah. like, I look at my career and go like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. If, if it yeah. had to stop here, like it I'm can. really cool with that, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I've also some... I don't want to stop yet. Yeah. <laughs> let's not put that out there. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's continue that train then. Yeah. If you could put yourself into any show right now, if you had the opportunity just to walk in and jump on, any track right now in the West End, what building are you walking into? Oh, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's probably like three things I really want to do. Okay. Um, uh, one is obvious. It's the green girl. I yeah. want to be Alphabet. Who I doesn't? Play I want to be Alphabet too. Everyone wants to be um, green. Yeah, 100%. Um, Seymour um, in six. I'd love to do that at some point. I can vibe that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then I really, 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 and I won't get to because it's closing, really want to play um, Anne Hathaway and Anne Juliet. Oh. I think that part is so fun. Mate, that's so good. And so I'm, fun. it's coming to Australia, but it's only coming to Melbourne. And I'm like, I'm going to have to travel to it. And it's only around for like six weeks. And I'm like, I've got to try and get time off. Yeah, um, you have to try. It's such a fun it. try. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. So I'm going to have to get there. Um, Let's talk about music, um, non-musical yeah. theatre stuff. Guys, we've done yeah. this once before um, <laughs> and it, it went pretty well. So let's let's dig in yeah. again. Um, if you had to put yourself into a genre, what? because your sound is really unique. I was showed, showed your album to one of my friends yesterday and she was like, this sound, I was like, I know, right? It's, it's, it's unique. How would you genre yourself? I would like, I just think I'm fully fledged pop, to be honest. Okay. Like, I'll take pop, but I also get told I'm like theatrical pop. See, I vibe, you've got like this jazzy undertone. I'll take like, jazzy undertone. Like, all if day you long. sit on like you and I and like home mm -hmm. long enough, like it kind of sits in this like jazzy kind of, I don't know. I, it's I an absolute it. vibe, either way. How did you get into songwriting and kind of doing your own music? I mean, I just like started doing it. I know that yeah. sounds so stupid, but I'm not like a big musician musician, right? Yeah. I don't play loads of piano. I suck at guitar. Um, and I, 
used to write a few tunes here and there with my old housemate Reese, who was an amazing musician. Yeah. And then um, I, I just, I was like, I really want to learn like how to sort of do things myself. So I started doing stuff on GarageBand. Um, and then when I went off on tour with Hugh and I had all this time on the bus, so I was like, I'm just going to buy myself this little like key MIDI keyboard thing. Yeah. And I just got bought Logic and I just started doing stuff on that oh, and it and like top lines and melodies and lyrics come to me very easily yeah and i hear so much in my head it's just for me the the hard bit about writing music is translating it out of my head because yeah. i'm not the musician in the other sense yeah um yeah. so in a way like i think it's for me it was more just a case of going okay i'm just going to have to be patient with myself yeah the music's always been there it's just more been about finding the patience of getting it out um, and yeah, I just, I just started and I, I know that's like the most boring, boring story. You're going to start just, somewhere. <laughs> you've just got to start. And so many people have said like, oh, how do you get started with like writing music? And you I'm just, like, you just have to start. Like yeah. there's no, there's if you're no. trying to force it, it's not going to work. You just got to kind no. of sit and kind of hang. Do it. And, and it also <laughs> some of it is going to be rubbish. Yeah. Like some of it, some of the stuff I've written is rubbish like i listen back and i'm like oh did we, I wanted did we to really do release, this <laughs> like i almost released that and it wasn't good but like stuff that i've realized is rubbish i'm now going actually wait i can take a bit of this and a bit of this and change Retool this it. and yeah yeah so but it, it is yeah for me it was just a case of going right i just i just want to i just want to so i'm just going to yeah. do it and i'm very lucky that i'm working with a little independent label in london and they uh found me and then it's just sort of been there and you know i'm lucky i've had that encouragement because i think yeah. without that maybe i would have slowed down but i'm very lucky that they're they're on my back a little bit like come on more music let's go yeah. so, do yeah, you find yourself kind of taking because like obviously theatrical voices are very strong in terms of <laughs> like compared to people that are just doing music as a career and haven't gone mm. on stage you can tell the difference between someone that's got a theater background and someone that's a, a musician at heart. Yeah. Um, and I think your vocals kind of show that in some of your riffs and the way you kind of play on certain things. There's certain yeah. things, even like some friends that have heard some stuff that I've shared, they're like, disgusting. Oh my God. I'm like, that's just <laughs> theater, bro. It. Like, that's just, we've got to hit <laughs> this. easy for us to work. <laughs> Um, do you find yourself like that easy to incorporate across to like music? Is that just something that just clicks and goes, Oh yeah, we're just gonna. Yeah. If anything, I get told to rein it in. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> I, I, I do too much. And then like my producer's like, yo, we're not we, Mariah Carey. Let's, let's go. try it. Let's just wind this back. We're only on the first chorus. <laughs> let's just wait till the end before we get the whistle notes. Okay, Mariah, let's calm so down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is definitely like for me I, with writing music, I try and I look at artists like Yeba, for example, yeah. who, you know, she not musical theater, but she grew up with like gospel or like Renee yeah. Rapp, for example, who's just started releasing her own music. Yeah. Yes. She's come from a Broadway background, but she writes music that allows herself to have that vocal that she wants Yeah, and she does it well. She treads the line so well. Yeah. And so I'm always striving for that with the music that i'm writing that i'm writing stuff that i enjoy performing and challenges yeah. me to perform yeah as well good, as, yeah you know, you know kind of restraining <laughs> yourself just to kind of 
sit in a cab. Like, I know yeah. I can do this, so I'm going to write stuff that's going to allow me to actually do it. Like, yeah, completely. And yeah. But also it's been fun for me to, like, explore other parts of my voice that I, you don't use in theatre because, you know, you can't do all the breathy stuff with theatre because it doesn't sound like yeah. you wouldn't do that when you're speaking, for example. Yeah. But it, so that's been really fun for me is actually going, oh, I actually can use this part of my voice that I don't normally use in, yeah. in theatre work. So, yeah, it's been... It's definitely been a journey <laughs> discovering <Yeah>. my voice in that way. I was going to ask you where you draw your inspiration from, but your Twitter bio kind of sums that up pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. I write songs about boys who made me cry and prance around <laughs> on stage. Yeah. I was like, look, kind of answers the question for me. But Yes. But, yeah. I mean, any return, of my friends will turn. Yeah, go on. In terms of like sitting just, down, like is it something that you kind of um, go – through something and write or is it just something that kind of starts flowing and you're like okay I th- I think it's a bit of both like yeah. I, I don't tend to like something doesn't happen and then the next day like I write a song about it cool. but like definitely I draw inspiration from stuff that's happened to me I was going to say like if you speak to any of my friends or anyone that's followed me on social media for a long time will know I am not lucky with the dating I'm very lucky now I've actually got a boyfriend and he's really nice that's like not happened to me for years and I keep joking with people that my music's gonna suck now because I'm quite happy um (laughs) but like you know, I was quite unlucky in the dating field yeah. and, you know, went through some pretty major heartbreak and, and it did inform a lot of what I was writing. But also yeah. I wanted to kind of make that accessible, which is why songs like Fix You and You and I are not big heartbreak songs. But, you know, yeah. Fix You is literally about how so many of us go into relationships going, I'm going to fix them and it's going right. to be so fine. And it's I like, girl, to that no. so much. <laughs> That's so <laughs> No. <laughs> you Those know, three I, songs between that and home, I'm just like, yeah. this is written for me. Like, this is my yeah, album is. right here. <laughs> and those those three songs were really written very close together, actually. Yeah. I think you can kind of hear that in the yeah. production of them too. But, like, it, they were written so close together and, and they were all sort of around the same sort of period of time. And yeah. you can tell. But, yeah, I think everything is chalked up to experience and and I write songs now that are about things that happened to me like seven years ago or I write about things that haven't happened but could happen and I use my life experience to draw on that and I think that's the joy of being an actor writing music because so much of what we do is learning about people and trying to imagine what is in someone else's head Um, and I think writing music is very similar so I enjoy all of that really yeah cool do you have a like a a process or like a a time that you kind of sit to write or is it something like cool I've got something sitting on my chest right now everybody go away and I've just got to get this out on paper yeah I, I it, it differs like if I'm told I have to sit and write I find it really hard yeah so it always comes to me at the most inconvenient times I'll be in the shower and then I'm like oh oh I've got an idea I've got an idea voice and note, I'm like reaching note. for my phone <laughs> voice note in the shower you know yeah. um or I wake up at 3 a.m and I'm like I must write this down and then I listen to the voice note back in the morning and I'm like what am I even doing why did I wake but, up for that <laughs> I know but it is it is amazing some of the stuff that comes out when you're yeah. not thinking about it and so generally speaking what I do is I collate ideas and ideas and ideas and then I sit and kind of go, oh, let's just see what's here. And I don't put too much pressure on myself. Yeah. Um, rather than going, today I'm going to write a song about this. It's like, yeah. okay, let's just listen to this thing and what does this feel like to me? Which is such a kind of weird 
phrase, but I always feel like the music and the melody feels like something. Yeah. And then, then I, I mean, that kind of draws like, there and drives the like emotion behind the show, the song. Like, is this a happy, sad, like, are we going heartbreak? Yeah. Are we going cheerful? Like how are we, Completely. yeah, hundred percent. It's all driven from and again, the lyrics. And again, like, like <laughs> the musical theater background is all of that, right? Like the music yeah. drives the narrative. <laughs> so it's like, how did I have an education in musical theater? It's finally come in useful. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it is. It's very, it's all so interlinked. So yeah, hey, it's helpful. <laughs> yeah, um, going from like starting out writing your own stuff on a bus to being where you are now. Um, yeah. having did I see you just booked your first festival? I have. Um, yeah. So like, seeing that process as like an individual artist in your own kind of world. Um, how? Do you look back on that journey and see how much you've changed as a artist yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a process, <laughs> and, and and like there's been a lot of, I mean, even now, like I look at that first EP and I think, oh gosh, like the stuff I'm writing now is is so much more mature, and yeah. and I'm in the process of of sorting out like getting new photo shoots done and, and getting my branding redone and like really solidifying what the sound is, and. I feel so much more confident to just like push the boundaries of what I thought was viable. Um, I, I worried so much in the beginning about creating music that I that I wanted people to like. Yeah. Um, and I love that. I love all of the music I've released. I really, really do. But I also think there's a part of me there that went went really commercial with it. Yeah. To to to, to, to ensure try and that people fit in like a box it. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And and I love all those songs, but I think I'm liking more what I'm writing now because it's slightly just edging towards a little bit more of an interesting place for me musically yeah, hopefully so. everyone else feels the same um, <laughs> um but it is it is uh, yeah it's definitely i've definitely grown in confidence and and just you know getting to play live like the songs i was writing on a bus yeah you know in the yeah. back of a bus in australia or wherever and now I'm like playing them live. I might be playing them at a festival this. Well, I am playing them at a festival this summer. That's mad. Yeah. And like I play gigs and people sing the lyrics back at me. Albeit it's like two people and my mum, but people are singing the lyrics back at me, yeah. which is crazy to me. And you know, it is. Even if there was only ten people at my show, that's ten people that wouldn't that that like my music, and that is yeah. so amazing. So yeah, is even if even if this is the height of it, I'll be so. Look at me. I keep being like, if this is it, if this is the best it is. We're capping ourselves, Kaylee. This isn't cool. I know. I'm like, not. Gotta... I'm not. I'm trying to do the whole, like, I am grateful. I am in the I moment. am thankful. <laughs> the universe has my back. Um, but no, I am truly, like, I am so grateful for it at the minute. And it's, I'm just excited now to, to see what happens with, I'm releasing new music this year. And right. yeah, I'm very excited to see what happens with that because I feel like yeah. I've really taken a big step on from where I was before. Yeah. How do you go with balancing the two careers, like between both the different types of stages? Um, obviously, like you've just come out of a tour itself. How do you yeah. look at looking after your personal brand as well as your theatre brand as well? Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's really weird. And I don't think I've nailed it yet. You know, I originally was like, I'm going to create two social media accounts and like do things really differently. But it just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Um, I like to think that I'm quite honest on social media and quite personable on social media I don't really put much much of a front I what mean you your live tweeting of your world cup of the world cup <laughs> spot on that was an absolute <laughs> gem to go back and read honestly um, 
But yeah, I, honestly though, like I am what you see on social media. All my yeah. opinions are real. Like, yeah, but also you know my opinions might change, whatever. But I'm I'm very much just myself. Like how we're yeah. chatting now is how I chat to my friends and everything. And I I don't want to kind of create some sort of persona for yeah. the music or a persona for the theatre. And it works for some people, and they absolutely smash it. But I just I'm not cool enough for that. Yeah. I don't I cannot have a Sasha Fierce Beyonce thing going on. I'm not cool enough. <laughs> so I I'm trying to just be my own authentic self. And you know, I talk about my music a lot and I talk about my theatre stuff a lot and I try now not to ignore the other one. I, I used to think I had to really separate the two for it to be successful, but I'm realizing that actually it, it yeah. none of it means anything like what will work will work for you so i'm trying yeah. my very best to kind of keep it all in in one place it's hard though yeah. it is hard 100 yeah. um some overarching because we've spent the whole time capping ourselves at certain things what are yeah. some goals for both careers that we're looking at where would we like to be um in both music and theater okay. in let's say in, a couple of years time okay well in theater i want to nail a land role a land a, a land role, role. Lead role? A land role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to land a leading role. There we go. Yeah. Oh, it is late. It is late. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I've only been the understudy. Not only, that sounds bad, but, you know, I've been doing this for eight years now and I really want to have an opportunity to make a part of my own. Yeah. Um, so I would love to do that at some point. And I'd love to do it on a new show. So I feel like I'm really creating a role. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to do that. And um, I'd also love to be in a musical film. That's, even yeah. if I'm like a tree in the background, like I just love that experience. Ooh, can we bookmark? So. Can we get your opinion on Matilda? I still haven't seen it. Oh, damn. I know, but I'm in the UK, so it's not on Netflix oh, yet. And true. I haven't had a chance yeah, to okay. go to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know, but everyone is like raving about it. And I need Mate, it to literally go. nearly made me book a flight because like, oh, really? oh, man. The stage show is amazing. I know. <laughs> and. Like, Guys, we've had Lauren Byrne on the podcast that's playing oh, Miss Honey right now. So that was another, yeah. like, I was like, I'm, I'm getting on a plane. As soon as I watched it, I was like, this is it. I'm going. because oh, so good. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've heard the film is incredible and I, I need to watch it. But the, the, the musical <laughs> is so good and Lauren yeah. Byrne is, I mean, I haven't seen Lauren do it, so I need to go. But Lauren is an icon. I love her. She is. Love She's her. such a babe. Um, um, music sorry. And so music, music goals. <laughs> um I want to get played on Radio 1, BBC Radio 1, which is the big, big radio station over here. Yeah. And um, I also want to be a guest. This is on my uh, my bucket list. I want to be a guest on Sunday Brunch, which is like a Sunday morning, like cooking and chat show, which sounds so <laughs> lame as a goal. But no word of a lie. If I was a guest on Sunday Brunch, I'd be like, I've made it. I have made it. Um, yeah. That would be it. And also, oh. I want to play like a big festival like Glastonbury or um, like Wilderness or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. See. All right. We've put, <laughs> we've put the good things out in the universe, guys. Absolutely. It's all good. Um, amazing. Well, guess what? That pretty much wraps us up. We're, we're ending on a high note. We're ending on our goals yeah. and aspirations. Um, when are we getting new music? Do we have a date? No date yet. It was, I was hoping for it to be February, but I think we're looking at April now. Okay. So it'll probably be around my birthday in April. So let's Sometime. keep our fingers crossed for that. This year, but yeah, it'll be it'll be the spring. You'll see and it the on song, our socials, guys. I know what we'll, the, be, we'll be shouting yeah. it out. So I know what the single is. So I can tell you what the single will be. Okay. It's called Fires on the Beach. And I've okay, played what, it at a few gigs. 
what's the the vibe of the lyrics? Are we happy, upbeat, or it's is it a- about? It's like the nostalgia of young love and like wanting it back. Ooh. So it's like up tempo y. Okay. It's good. I'm like guitar driving kind of yeah. vibes. It's, Sick. It's okay. like a roll roll the windows down yeah. and like sing it out with your car vibe. Okay. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, thank you for joining us, Kaylee. Uh, I'm going to let you go to bed and I'm going to go continue on yeah. the rest of my day, which is different for me <laughs> to say, guys, because usually I do this late at night my time. This is great. Um, <laughs> but for all of you listening, watching at home, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. I'm pretty sure Kaylee's in the same spots as well, plus Twitter Absolutely. and TikTok. Um, oh, go yeah, follow her TikTok because that's where this episode began. Um <laughs> Shout out TikTok. Um, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of this show and you'll see everything about Kaylee's album release when it happens on our socials as well as hers. So make sure you check it out. Until then, we'll be back next time with a brand new episode of the We Are Theatre Podcast. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheatre.org. That's theatre with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.